This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hi, guys. We are about to start this week's podcast, but first we want to thank the sponsor of this episode, Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code SINGLE at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off your purchase. Angela, we use our Squarespace website, thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com, for pretty much everything. Yeah, we have a gallery with pictures of us. Yeah, maybe you're a photographer. You could start your own gallery. Yeah, we have a press page because um, we like to brag. If you're a bragger, you could start your own brag website. Yeah, you know, speaking of bragging, we just we just added a little a little linky link. Yeah, thanks to you guys. We were so excited. Huffington Post just named us one of the podcasts you should be listening to for relationships. So thanks, guys. Yeah, the next time you're on the Huffington Post and you need a place other than Facebook to share that information, you should just create a Squarespace website and get it there. Um, Your site will look professionally designed regardless of your skill level, which is nice. There's no coding required. It's intuitive. It's easy to use. And you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Yeah, so start building your website today, squarespace.com. And guys, don't forget to enter that offer code SINGLE at checkout. And you're going to get 10% off your first purchase. I would say just go on there and you can start playing around, create a website, and then you can decide if you want to sign up or not. But it's really easy and it's a lot of fun. And check out our website because we're really proud of it. And now, let's let's start the show. show. This is why you're single. 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week we highlight a different reason why you're single here on the podcast. This week's reason is you're not dating enough people. Yeah. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, a new dating service that helps you find a mate based on smell, and why you should pay more attention to your grammar. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest, Jenna Burke. You might recognize her name from the back of our book where she gave our favorite endorsement ever. She was a contestant on Bachelor Season 16 with Ben Flagnick. Flanick? Flanick. No, the J is silent, guys. She's a blogger and a super talented photographer who has shot a ton of our photos, which you can check out at jennaburke.net and on our website. Now she is working with a new influencer site, The Gramless. Please welcome Jenna Burke. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Hi, Jenna. I'm so excited about this. Good to be here. Now, Jenna, you have a really funny story about how you <laughs> came to be on The Bachelor and your audition because you were a fan of the show like a lot of us but unlike crazy fan yes yeah but unlike a lot of girls you liked watching the show but it wasn't your lifelong dream to necessarily be on the show and you didn't take the audition that seriously right tell us tell us how this came about no it was it was like i i've watched every season as a viewer and never ever thought i'd be like wanting to be on the other side or never even thought about it It was like a means of like entertainment i even thought that they like were hired actors like i didn't really know what was if it was actually real but you know i was going through a breakup and i remember walking um around I think it was like Columbus Circle and we walked near ABC and there was like auditions and my friend Megan she was like because she's a huge fan and she always was like you need to be on that show like you belong on it and she's like let's just go in and see what happens and I walk in and there's legit girls in like prom dresses (laughs) some like you know like 80s with like the ruffles on on the side like I'm like what is this they're ready to be discovered and and what were you wearing 
I was wearing <laughs> jean shorts and like a white button down and like I think like Converse. That's amazing. And yeah. my hair was like up in a bun. Like so I really wasn't prepared and I was like I feel a little awkward but let's just do this for fun. It looks like I'm in the middle of like Miss America pageant. Exactly. But- <laughs> no yeah. And I, I guess I got in line and then as soon as I got in line I'm standing there like second guessing. I'm like I just feel vulnerable. I don't want to be in this situation and then some casting director comes by and she goes what's your name? And I was like, my name's Jenna. And she's like, can you follow me? And so then she like, you got scouted from grabs the line. My hand. I walk in front of all the girls. They're like looking at me, like all just the scowling. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, but I bought this new dress. Why? She's in shorts. Not fair. It just goes to show that if you be yourself, exactly. People notice it. Although, may, who knows? Maybe those girls were being themselves. Yeah, that's frightening. That, they were just, and people were just afraid. That is scary. A good um, point. Yeah. So anyways, I, you know, like the rest was history. Like, you know, I signed the papers the next day. They flew me out to L.A. We went through like a pretty gruesome um, interview process. And then I was cast. It, it kind of feels like it just was like a big whirlwind. Uh, yeah, I feel like once they like grab you and you just kind of. Yeah, you probably it's probably that situation where you're in the mindset of like, well, let's just see what happens. And before you know it, you're like, they on get the you show. excited. They're like, oh, you can travel the world. I'm like, hmm, God, this sounds cool. Yeah. So you you did the show you came home you did not marry ben fledge flanick 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 you're not married to good because we wouldn't be able to pronounce no, your last I, name yeah. um so <laughs> then you got to watch the show what did you th- i was what, okay. how did you feel i watching mean it was the show? Like, it was a few months later so i knew what was going to go down the producers kind of warned you warned me oh they did that was nice of them yeah they i mean i was close to one and he was like jenna i have to just let you know like you're you're like one commercial like to actually like promote the show and i'm like what am i doing and like (sighs) well you're in your red dress on the last night that you went sent home and it's just like you're crying and it just has you sobbing and it just says it's back the bachelor Oh, oh my god. god. So I have I have that clip for memories and I, lo- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I like to watch it because it makes me feel good of where I'm at today. But- yeah, I love it. You have a good a good perspective and good sense yeah. of humor. But I feel like a lot of people if you're the type of person that's going to end up on the show, you think either two things in your head. You think like Oh, I'm those girls, those girls that are, Mm -hmm. they're a bunch of drama. I'm going to go on the show and I'm not going to be drama. I'm going to be the normal one. Or you think like, I'm not going on the show. You ended up on the show. So I'm assuming before being on it, you think like, oh, I'm just going to go on, be friends with all the girls. Mm -hmm. There's going to be no drama. Um, No one's ever going to see me cry. And then like, what, what do they do? What are the tactics that they use to break (laughs) you down? Well, I think that. For someone to like want to go on the show, you're like a little. I, I don't want to call us all insane, but like we're a little. There's like something about <laughs> us. Like we just are like whatever. Like we're not really thinking it you're through. Adventurous. Well, that's a more positive way to put it. <laughs> um, but I remember watching Michelle Money on on her season, and I was like, she is so crazy. And like when I met her, like the coolest, like one of my most favorite person ever. And so I'm like, okay, so now I kind of get it, but. You know, what happened with me, I think a lot of girls can probably relate. Like, we're all going through shit, you know? So mm-hmm. I think, like, you know, whatever you're going through, it's magnified because they basically put you in a hotel room for, like, you know, two, three days in solitude. Um, and you can't read a book. You can't, you know, use your phone. So you're away from your family and friends. And you have nothing and, to do. And you're in You this, can't even watch TV, right? You can't even watch TV. That's crazy. They, they have handlers walk you to the workout room for so a you're half not, an hour workout. You're not, like, that, on the O.J. Simpson trial as, like, a, I think they have more privileges on the tri- than we do. Yeah, they get a book, at least. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? And so, like, you know, I think that what happened 
happen, like, I think every problem that you could probably have, like, we never do that in real life. We don't sit in a room and think about our problems. We go about it our every day and keep ourselves busy. Right. But with that, you just start thinking about everything. And then you're thinking about, I'm going to compete against like all these other girls and who is this guy? What am I doing? Should I be here? Like you start, I, I mean, in my mind, I started like self-destructing a little bit, but started trying to fight it off. And then when that first night, it's like, you're just like, you know, thrown to the wolves. Exactly. And, and they, they throw some booze down oh, your yeah. throat and they got a little tipsy and like, they keep I, you up all yeah. night. Oh yeah. And you know, there was like an altercation with another girl we're fine now. Like we're like really good friends, but yeah. like that, that, you know, like not getting along with some of the girls. Plus you're trying to win this guy's heart. Like, like you don't even know if you like, and these producers are like in your ear, like you should go steal him away. I'm like, no, it's not me. I don't want to do that. like, so I, it just, I don't think I'm meant for reality TV, you know? And I, you know, I never regret it because I learned a lot about myself during the process. And also I think the aftermath, um, I became like a lot stronger. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I feel like that happens with a lot of reality stars. So like we had Stassi, oh, yeah. um, Stassi Schroeder on our show yeah. and we were on her show and we love her. But before cool. I had never met her and we look at a clip <laughs> and it's a clip of her like hitting a girl across the face. Yeah. And, and we, were, we were a little scared. We were a little nervous. Then we meet her coolest, nicest, gorgeous, like most down to earth, super smart girl you'll Didn't ever meet. Slap anyone. Didn't slap either one of us. So yeah, I feel like these shows just completely magnify it. Yeah. One thing that I found interesting was you tell me that you you've told me before that you still hang out with a lot of people from different bachelor seasons. It's like almost like an alumni group of sorts. Yeah. Um I think what because no one understands, especially when you come off the show you're just like, what the hell is going to happen? Like, it's like almost like your support system. Everyone like goes on the show, just, you know, accepts everyone. And even like if you're portrayed crazy or if you're the drunk one or you're the one who made a fool of yourself in some way or you're the one who got in a fight or, you know, just Mm -hmm. came off a little nuts. Like everyone does not judge you. They like will see you at some kind of reunion or people will hit you up on Facebook direct message and say, Hey, how are you doing? Just want to make sure you're okay. Like I, I remember when I first came off the show, Ashley Spivey reached out and was just like, Hey, just want to reach out and say hi. And you know, kind of welcome, you know, like, and it, it felt good because I wasn't talking to every girl from my season, but it just felt good that once you come off, people get it, you that's know, cool. and you're not alone, I guess. Yeah. You- also everyone dates each other. It's yes, very, it's very, that's ancestral. what I was going to say. That is so interesting, uh-huh. but I think it makes sense because like you just said, if you get off the show, somebody Googled your name in like the months right after that show, they're going to find the clip of you crying on the promo. Oh, yeah. It might be a little weird to date right afterwards, but all these other Bachelor people, they don't care about that clip. Right, they, 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 they get it. They know that they're asking you your deepest, darkest, worst fears and insecurities, right. and then they get you to cry. And, totally. and they, they know that it's, it was probably five in the morning after you had had a bunch of well, booze, they, and they're asking they you know about a everything. breakup. They know the exact timeline of like, we know what time you were up. We know like why she probably looked exhausted. We know like, so I, I think like the average viewer from home knows none of that. They're just like, well, what's wrong with her? And yeah. like everyone else that's on the show is like, whatever, we don't care. We don't judge you. It makes sense of why yeah. people, why you would date other people that understand yeah. the situation. Right. I, I like, mean, everyone is, get it. everyone's very good looking too. So it's like, this, <laughs> it's like this hot, like sorority fraternity. Like, yeah. and, you know, and also like when you're traveling, you always have someone to like hit up on Facebook and be like, Hey, like you want to meet up and, 
just talk about, you know, like, you know, that's really nice. It's, it's almost yeah. like you're just immediately friends with all these people. That's yeah. great. I feel like fans of the show. I don't know. If, do they know that? Do they, do they know that you all hang out? Like they do because there's, I mean, I think they, they probably want to ev- infiltrate. Everyone takes, <laughs> I mean, I haven't really hung out with a lot of people recently. I've been kind of like doing my own thing and focusing on work and not going out as much, but like, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people like take Instagram photos. So like, you yeah. know, people that watch the show will be like, that's so cool. Like everyone becomes friends. So yeah, everyone, really everyone nice. kind of gets it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, now, Jenna, you were scheduled to be on the show for like a month. We've been trying to get you on. Mm-hmm. And then you called me a week before we were supposed to record this. And you said that you had something big in your personal life that has changed that you wanted to talk about on the show. Yeah. I mean, tell I, us what it is. I felt like I had to call you and tell you because I was just like, this whole thing is about relationships. And if I'm talking about relationships, I need to be honest. And I just, I don't care. Like, I want to be honest with people. And now it's not, it's not a big deal to me. But, um, you know, I obviously like my whole life, I've been dating guys. I went on The Bachelor. Clearly, The Bachelor was a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as of like two months ago, I like basically somehow just started dating girls. And it came about in a very weird way. It's not like I've always had thoughts about girls. Like I love girls. Like I have a lot of friends. I'm a very like... You know, like I love hanging out with all my friends and everything. And I never thought about anything until just like I'm one- kind of offended. You never wanted to hook up with me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not your type. You didn't like that fire. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, so Go ahead. basically, I'm like out playing pool with like one of my guy friends. And like, you know, we come across these girls and I just had a strong attraction and and like you know i think when that first attraction feeling comes about like you're confused you're like maybe this isn't real like maybe i've had one too many and you see you go home and go to bed uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that's what i did so like the next day i'm like well i'm still thinking about this and so i mean i'm the kind of person that if i feel something i need to explore it right away i'm not going to be in any kind of denial. I'm not ashamed of anything. And that's what I did, you know? And like, um, the person that I had an attraction for, we ended up going out and getting drinks and talking about it. I think she was a little confused because I think a lot of people think it's, uh, you know, strange not to ever have feelings for a girl until like my age, I'm 32. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of people in general come out like, I mean, like they start having those feelings like when they're like 12 or like they're really young, but that's not everyone's case. But I think that this girl, like, you know, she, it was a little weird. And I think a lot of people, um, they really like labels and I didn't have a label and I don't ever choose to have a label either. And I feel like, um, a lot of lesbians don't really feel comfortable around bisexuals and I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not even calling myself bisexual, but I think that, you know, people just like directness and there's not an easy way to explain sexuality and there never will be. I found that really interesting that like, yeah, that you had said that, I guess it's if the, if the lesbian you're going out with wants a serious relationship, right? Is it her fear that you will break up to go back to a guy? Is that what the problem is with her not wanting to date you because of the bisexual label? I think it's twofold. I think that they are afraid that you'll go back to a guy, but also they think bisexuals are just straight people who are bi curious. 
They just like mm-hmm. to fool around with women, but they want to have a man as a partner. But this isn't the case with everybody. I'm ass- like, no. not like all. And, Every- you, and you're, it's kind of been, I think what's been interesting is that it's been like a learning process that you've realized that everybody has different feelings about labels. Some oh, people, completely. Some people don't care. And that's why I think it took me some time to get to a comfortable place because the more people I had conversations about this and how they like were like, don't label yourself, just be you. And like... I think I felt more comfortable in my own skin because I think when you have these feelings and you start telling family and friends, um, you're just so you're just, like you're so nervous about being judged and everything. And now, like after just talking about it and you know coming out to some people, I think that it's just it's not a, as a big deal. Like in my head, I just made it such a huge deal, and it's not. And like the more I realize, there's more people like me. Like I've met so many. Yeah, we yeah. talk about this, or what were you gonna say? Oh, no. Well, I think I was going to say what you were going to say, how we talk about the Kinsey scale yeah. a lot. And like they say most people, the Kinsey scale is a scale of one through seven. Seven is like people that are not attracted to anyone and are asexual. But six is exclusively homosexual. One is exclusively heterosexual. And very few people are one or six. Most people right. fall somewhere in between. Right. And I, people realize that they're sexually fluid they can realize this at different points in their life. Right. I think there are other people right. that are born and they know from the time that they come into this world that yeah. they feel a right. certain way one way or the other. But I think some people discover it at different points well, in their life. No, like like people, you did. Yeah. Some people aren't prompted to think about it. Right. Some people find like start dating a man and get into mm-hmm. a long-term relationship and never have to like also, explore those I feelings. Also, I think the in- most interesting part about this, I, I never talked about this. I never had these thoughts and I, I never really had these conversations, but obviously because I'm going through it, I just, I've had conversations with a lot of friends and it's shocking how many of my girlfriends are like, either they told me they've had an experience with a girl and I'm like, I didn't know this about you (laughs) or that they've thought about it many times, but they just choose not to act on it. So in a way, I feel like everyone's a little bit yeah, like, everyone's, they're a all, everyone's, yeah everyone's, everyone's a little bit gay everyone's on the scale somewhere yeah i have a girlfriend who dated a woman for two to three years mm-hmm. she's now married to a man i have another friend who her long-term boyfriend dated guys for a while wow. uh, yeah, yeah um yeah. and now they've been together and they're serious and exclusive yeah. um yeah i have a lot of yes, friends same, you have a same. you have multiple well yeah my scenario my like two high school best friends who were girls were dating for most of high school. I didn't know that until after we graduated. And I was like, oh, it was a third wheel through all high school. And I didn't know. <laughs> you cock block but, yeah. or vagina block. I was a clip block. Which is <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's very common. It is very common. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, just like the more you talk about it, you're like, there's like so many different situations mm-hmm. out there. And I think once you start talking about it, you're like, this is not a big deal. And then you just start feeling normal again because I really didn't I felt like I didn't know myself when I was having these feelings I'm like who the hell am I like you think you know yourself but if anything I'm we're evolving creatures exactly which is why you can't really put a label on it yeah it's a beautiful thing it's ever evolving well I'm glad that everybody's been uh yeah you were worried for a while and and it's in your head you're like it's 2016 nobody cares like Mm -hmm. but then I'm I can understand how it's so easy to say from uh from an outside perspective, like nobody cares. We support you. Mm-hmm. But when it's actually you, I can, after you hearing you talk, I can understand how it just felt confusing and yeah. a little scary. Um, we all remember our first hookup. I want to know, did your first hookup with a woman, did it feel like you were starting over? What was it like? I was so nervous. Cause I, I mean, obviously like, I mean, it's like, it's like, there's no secret. Like if you start having these feelings, you have to explore. And so that means emotionally, physically. And like, so I, I 
I, I've heard a lot of stories about your first and I feel like even like, like a guy, if he hears that a girl is a virgin, he's like, no, 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 I don't want to do this. Right. Um, I think people are afraid that you're going to like leech onto them and get like too attached. And I was like, I am going to like play this right. Cause I don't <laughs> want to go through that. Cause I don't know how I'm going to feel after. So I kind of just, I think I had, I know, I, I know I had my first experience with someone I didn't really have a lot of feelings for. Mm. And that could have been, that could have been strategic. That could have been a bad test. Cause then mm. I could have been like, I didn't enjoy it. You know, just like if yeah. you're not attracted to someone, you might not enjoy it. But the fact that I did seem, I mean, that it feel more <laughs> like you were just kind of hooking up with a friend to test the no, waters. No? no, it was actually, it just, I don't know. In a weird way, it felt natural. Well, that's, um, you know, honestly, like it's, I mean, you know your body. It's kind of. The or I didn't same mean thing. hooking up with a friend, like hooking up with like a girl. I meant <laughs> right. like I meant the fact that you didn't feel like the the chem- like for me. Like some of my first sexual experiences were with like guys that right. were friends, right. and we we're like, hey, like, do you want to hook up just so like we can like be really honest and like teach each other stuff? Yeah. On reflection, it was like the weirdest situation yeah. ever. Like super strange. Like I'd be like, is this right? Yeah. Do you, uh, yeah. Slower or whatever. It's very like a practical choice for it you was as a, a young lady. Practical. Yeah. That's not how I lost my virginity, but like other sexual experiences were like, like a we, sex like, ed class. It was like a sex right. ed class with yeah. like a guy friend. Super weird. I don't know if I recommend it. Honestly, like it's, it's scary because like I felt, I was like, this is going to go down so bad. Like, and I was very nervous and it actually was just fine you know and I, I mean since then I've had better but I mean <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> but you know your first you're like what the hell am I doing right well it's like anybody's first time right. with the either and gender I think, I think people think it's endearing but I I, right. was, I was like am I doing this okay <laughs> I think I asked that question a lot when I was figuring stuff out with right my, First experience. Right. Is this like, right? Can I, can I get an good? exit interview? Yeah, yeah. But, then, but then there's also YouTube. You can find what you need to know about doing things. So <laughs> oh, that is, that's actually, how you teach yourself. When I was however old I was when I went on my first date, I Googled how to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. The guy was like, do you kiss before? If someone, like, searched, if someone searched my Google searches, I'd be really embarrassed. I think. <laughs> but like everybody stuff. likes different stuff. Yeah. So you can't really learn right, something you like, from... You get like your basic... Right. Understanding. You, All right. And then you add your own personal because, because flair. You, you have to try everything and then, you know, then whatever you're best at. You've been All right. After that. we record this, let's um, look at Jenna's Google search history. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm erasing my history. <laughs> um, well, I think that's awesome that you wanted to talk about it today. And I'm really proud of you. And it's Thank super you. cool. And yeah. You guys have it's been exciting. good friends. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just... I'm supportive of anybody that's just being themselves. Right. And and getting theirs. And getting and getting some. <laughs> getting, some. <laughs> getting some. However you want to get some, get it. Um, guys, it is time for us to jump into what's in the news. Angela, what's in the news? Well, before we get into the news, I want to tell you guys about a fun promo that we're doing. Um, last week, we had the president of the dating app Badoo on our podcast, you might remember. Uh, Badoo is the biggest dating website in the world. It's even bigger than Tinder. Did you know that? Um, <laughs> I know it because I was in because there. Because you were in the room. Well, I was in the room, but also I was formerly a Badoo model. Oh, right. Laura's like a spokeswoman. I was. This was like four years ago. I was on some billboards and subway ads. Yeah. I talked about it. If you guys heard last week's podcast, no big deal. I bragged about it then too. No big. Um, so we decided to team up with Badoo, which is really cool. Um, so any of our listeners who have purchased our book are going to get 
a free three month upgrade for their rise up feature. That's really cool. Yeah. But Angela, I have a question. Yeah. Why do I care about an upgrade? What does it even do? Oh, well, Laura, when you get the rise up feature, um, your account, like your dating profile will show up in more people's feeds on Badoo. So more hot dates, more hot guys are seeing your face or more hot girls or whoever. And you can make friends, you could date people, whatever, but more people are going to see you. Okay. So if somebody has ordered our book, you're going to get this upgrade, but how do you know that they've ordered our book? Well, you can email us your receipt from either Barnes Noble or Amazon or wherever you bought the book. Just email us your receipt and you're going to, we're going to hook you up. Do audiobooks count? Audiobooks do count. Of course they count. Um, just screenshot the audiobook. I have a question. What if somebody like lost their receipt? Can they just take a picture holding up the book? Take a picture of yeah of yourself holding the book. If you're trying to like scam like, the system and you're going to go to Barnes Noble and you're going to like hold up the book and then not actually buy it, like you still deserve the upgrade for that effort. Also, you suck because you should just buy your book because it's funny. <laughs> but- we also know what Barnes Noble looks like, so we're going to recognize the background. If you're standing in front of like a really tiny Starbucks, we're going to know you probably didn't really buy it. Yeah, but whatever. We'll probably still give you the upgrade anyway. But just buy our book because it's great. Um, if you guys already did the promo with us. And you already sent us your receipt for like another promo, which was like to get into our book launch party or do a Skype. Mm-hmm. Do people still get the promo? They do because we're not going to take the time to cross check. So everyone gets the promo. Just please email me your receipt again so that I don't have to look for it. Okay. And where do they email it? You can email it to contact at this is why show.com. Cool. That's so easy. That's a really long email address, but it's <laughs> on our website and email us your receipt and you'll get a cool upgrade from Badoo. So that's our little promo hookup for you guys. Now, now tell me about your news story. Okay, what have you so been reading about? More news. This is, this is really interesting. You guys um, on, uh, is it Reuters? Is that how you say it? Reuters? Reuters.com? Reuters? Reuters? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. So in this article by Barbara Goldberg and Angela Moore, they're talking about this new dating service in New York called smell dating. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. It's uh Oh yeah. Jenna, Jen, have you heard of smell dating? I have never heard of smell dating. Okay, let me tell you what smell dating You're going to be so grossed out. It's so, insane. So I'm nervous. smell dating, they're based here in New York. If you're interested, you can do it. They send everybody, all their users, a t-shirt to wear, and then you're supposed to wear it for three days without deodorant on. Then you send it back to them, and then they send the t-shirt out to other people, and, and they like smell the shirt. And if they like the smell, then they're like, okay, I want to meet this person. Are you kidding me? But they get no other information. They don't know like what you look like, like what you're into. All they know is your smell. And it's based on And if you're on, like, like client number 55. What do people, I mean, right. so if you wear it for three days, you're, it's not going to smell good. No, no it's going to smell stank. So I guess, you're picking out the best, worst smell. But it's based kind on of. like your pheromones. So like certain people, like if your pheromones like sync up, they're like, okay, it's bad, but like I like it. They have like a video on their website and they show the guy and he's like, ooh, that one's nutty. I don't like the nutty one. And then he smells, so an- gross. He smells another one. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to be messaging I mean, that I girl. have heard of this thing with pheromones, but it also like, I guess that's why it sometimes is good to meet people in person because I don't know you you do you naturally smell what they smell yeah. like and you're either right. attracted to it or not I remember also learning about a study a long time ago about how birth control I'm probably going to butcher the study I should have looked <laughs> it up before we recorded this podcast but something about how birth control affects your perception of like smell and the type of pheromones you're attracted really? to and so some girls when they go off birth control they all of a sudden are like <laughs> they don't like how they're partner smells anymore oh my gosh isn't that so sad <laughs> that's weird 
But yeah, pheromones are like a real thing, people. I think I would try that t-shirt thing, though. I mean, just because it's so weird. It is. It's like, like yeah. It, and maybe it works. So it's gross. like a new angle yeah. that nobody's tried before. Who maybe knows? we'll order it and what we'll all get... What if I found get... the love of my life through like, like a smelly t-shirt? Yeah. That would be a good story. And it's based on your that animal instincts. <laughs> you know, it's all natural. <laughs> I like it. So it's $25. Uh, check them out if you're into that. Yeah. <laughs> And tell, tell them we sent you. Maybe they'll give us a free trial. And then, <laughs> Will they? Then we can get some stinky t-shirts up in here. Yeah, we'll get some gloves because I don't know what kind of germs those armpits yeah. have. <laughs> oh, well, the people that like have to like send the t-shirts out and in that are in like their their main base, like they're, they're in like basically hazmat suits <laughs> uh, with like to- like salad tongs. That's so I want to know how the they t-shirts. package the boxes. Like, is it like in this nice box with like... I know. You know, like how do you Or is it in it? like Aww. a Ziploc bag? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Only one way I, to find out, Jenna. I personally, I know, though... Not, like, I think I'm do it. I would if I was single I would do it I think you should you guys are weird okay (laughs) I'm intrigued um (laughs) I have been reading about a less gross article (laughs) I have my article I've been reading about is from Cosmo sexy by Go Lane on. Moore about how important grammar is when it comes to online dating. This new study from Zeus found that 72%, this is not going to surprise you, but 72% of online daters are not into people who have bad spelling or grammar and they'll pretty much write them off. So they, they surveyed 9,000 people, but what they found was that even putting a period at the end of a sentence, people immediately liked that profile more. Yeah. 93% said that if Putting there was a, a period, a period, just like yeah. simple punctuation, 93% people immediately liked that profile. For more. me, I think the opposite because, and I'm probably like the small percentage because I'm just <laughs> weird, but like, I like, you know, when people text and they mm-hmm. put a period, I'm like, why did you take the time to write a period? Yeah. Like, I, I think, think they're trying that. too hard. Do you think that texting though is different than looking at someone's profile? But I feel like I, I, I like to be more like... You know, like I put this profile up. It's not my everything. I like someone who doesn't take online dating too seriously. The people that are on right. there who are like trying to find their husband or wife. It's just like, I mean, take it easy. Like just, you know, take it down five notches. But also on the flip side, if I see that there's like a bunch of sp- like spelling mistakes right. and like sentences that don't make sense, I'm like, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. like, do you, do you not Get care? Your shit together. If you don't care about this, like, do you like not care at all about what I think of you? Like that just shows <laughs> you're disrespecting me already. I haven't even met you. I, <laughs> I'm I, personally I get, offended. Yeah. I feel like I get really picky. Like if someone tries to be too funny, I'm like, God, they're trying too hard. Or someone yeah. like puts their entire bio. I'm like, okay, like just make it short and sweet. So like, I like a, you know, common ground between those yeah. two. This is why people spend two hours <laughs> picking out like a zip up hoodie and jeans right. to like perfectly pull off that like looked like you're not trying too hard but right. are like put together look. And the same goes, I guess, for filling out your profile. It's like you want to be like perfectly cute and like and like put together, but like you didn't look like you tried too hard. And right. online, you need to like have a profile that the punctuation's there, but like not too there. And yeah, you're right. not trying too hard, but you know it's what? like you're perfect. I think is ideal. So much this, pressure. What I used to do is I had like gr- perfect like grammar and punctuation, but everything was lowercase. I didn't do any like <laughs> oh, on purpose. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, on purpose, but also like I was just like, it's just like my style. It's your care. style. I can't like bother to hit the shift button. Um, <laughs> So you know what's, you know what's really interesting is like, um, you know, I'm a, a photographer, but a lot of people have been coming to me, guys in particular, because they don't have good enough photos for oh. their profile. And, you know, girls take, you know, selfies and they take photos of each other and they can make right. their, you know, online dating profiles 
just amazing. Girls will talk with yeah. each other about what apps to use oh, yeah. to that guys, make guys your... are in the dark. They, they have are. nothing. And like, so I basically look at their profile. I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. And I go outside and I shoot them. And I try to make it look like, you know, just like lifestyle photos. Wait, have you been charging for this service? Oh, yeah. Oh my God. It's my little brilliant. side business. Wait, you yeah. have not told me about that. I did a side business. It started is- happening more and more because like I had guys referring guys and saying like, it kind of upped my game on yes. Tinder. And so like, you should go to Jenna. And I was like, all right, guys, like I'll shoot you every Saturday. And like, I've shot like 10 guys. Wait, no, we should have <laughs> talked about this when we were, when we were like I saying I just, who you were I know. I, on the side. She also has a business of <laughs> well, shooting, I'm, dating, I'm coming up with like a, profile like a fun photos. name. I don't, I don't want to do the site cause I feel like that will look so cheesy. Like I can up right. your dating game. Like that sounds, but I kind of like think I'm like the female hitch in a way. How yes. much do you charge? Yeah. Well, like 200 for a session. I mean, that's a great deal with a professional I edit, I edit the photos. I edit the photos and I, you know, like they'll come back with like, well, I don't like this one anymore. Can you edit this one? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it until you're happy. And they can use it for other stuff. Than no, they use it for LinkedIn. They use LinkedIn. it for Facebook. Like, oh my God. I mean, people like guys need that because guys don't take pictures of each other. It's like, that's no. just weird. And, and headshots are just so cheesy. And right. I would say your photos are really good because they catch that in between of right that's candid right. exactly mixed with a headshot I hate staged yeah. I, like I, yeah it's just and i even when i see guys on there who are like i'm like that's so staged like it just it looks like they're trying too hard so i try to wow, make them amazing. look like it's them uh if people in new york want to contact <laughs> you for a profile photo how do they look on your website jenna burke dot com is it dot net dot net or or just go to my instagram the over analyst i have all my information on there you can direct message me in there too like i mean you can i have tons of ways you can this is contact so me guys get your punctuation in check and contact jenna and you'll have a amazing yeah. profile photo you will be set on that note should we jump into the mailbox let's do it I just love that. I, I know. That you just like throw that in there at the end. Some like. I haven't, I haven't been talking about it much, but I was like, this makes sense to talk about it right now. So it, smart. It's very useful because I do judge harshly when I see a guy doing like a mirror <laughs> selfie. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, go but. to Jenna. Um, <laughs> What's in our mailbox, anyway, girl? We already solved one person's problem. Let's see if we can help someone else. Um, we, we have an email from Alex. Uh, we special picked this one for you, Jenna, because Alex is also sexually fluid okay. dealing with some issues. Um, so she says, I just recently got out of a three-year relationship with a woman. I moved out in September. Um, I would say on the attracted spectrum, I lean mainly towards women. However, I have been introduced to the most amazing guy ever. We have amazing chemistry. He just seems too good to be true. Um, but I haven't been with a guy in over four years. And now the issue is I'm unsure of sex. We've hung out a few times, and it wasn't until recently that he tried, but we stopped um, because I wanted to know, or she just, she wasn't, she was like insecure, so she made him stop. She didn't know what to do. Um, So she says, I want to know how long is too long to make him wait? Um, And she says she does want to sleep with him, um, but it was only the third time they were hanging out. Like, is she being a prude? I don't think you're being a prude. No, I, I, I think that, I mean, I think when you start to be attracted to someone, like you don't need to be physical with them right away. And I'm not sure if she wants to, 
I mean, it's a tough thing. Like, I'm not sure if she wants to open up to someone so new in the relationship because I think he should get to know her first before maybe she even talks about this. But no one should do anything that they feel uncomfortable with. Like, I mean, my first time with a woman and like Mm -hmm. her her first time with a man, like I was like ready. And it was something like I wanted to do. Like, you should never be like, I need to do this to like please him like do right. it for yourself yeah it's gonna be a bad experience yeah you're, like you're not gonna enjoy it if and on top of all that else. right three times is not too soon number <laughs> yeah. one and no. i'll tell you what too soon is too soon is when, like you guys said when you're not ready right right i agree so i think yeah talk to him if he's a good guy if he, you said he's am- too amazing to believe then he will understand. And you don't have to like over <laughs> Too amazing to believe. <laughs> and you don't have to like give away And the your guy whole, who like- just wants, you know, just that, you know, to get in bed right away, you don't want to be with that guy. Even though right. if you have an attraction towards him, like guys that are good guys, you know, will wait. And like not for years, but like they'll wait mm-hmm. until you feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for years. Maybe really. I will guy. question this guy and like, who, what's, yeah. are you asexual? What's yeah. going on? Um, so, all right. Yeah. So Alex, I think you can wait as long as you need to wait and communicate whatever you feel comfortable communicating. Yeah. Everything will be all right. And get it girl when you want to get it. (laughs) All right. If you want your listener questions answered in an upcoming episode, email us at contact. This is why your single show.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is you're not dating enough people. This is when you put all of your eggs in one basket. And I feel like more often than not, I'm telling my friends that they should be dating multiple people. I don't think mm-hmm. I've really ever had to tell one of my friends that comes to me for advice, like, oh, like you shouldn't date so many people. I feel like it's always the reverse. I actually had a recent conversation with a friend about this. So I was like, I mean, my situation could be a little bit different, but I'd like, I was kind of only seeing like a couple people, a couple girls to be specific. And, um, and I think I was like just zoning in on them and evaluating and overanalyzing right. everything about our relationship. But now I, I don't want to like say I'm like dating like 20 people, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just like going on dates left and right. And I'm not focusing on one person, you know, like I mm-hmm. will, you know, eventually do that with, you know, someone where the relationship, you know, grows a lot faster, but I feel like I feel more sane and I'm getting to know more people and I just feel more carefree. Right. And I feel like that comes across when you're dating. Yeah. Because my friends that are that are enjoying dating, they're having fun with dating, they're dating multiple people, they're not, you know, I don't want to say not taking it too seriously, because it's okay if you want that serious relationship, but, and it's okay if you don't and you just want to date a million people and just right. hook up. But no matter what you're looking at for in a relationship, it's the people that are just enjoying it mm-hmm. and not overanalyzing everything yeah. that... And- it that I have more yeah. success. I've actually been there too. And like, I've had friends who are like, they are like, why hasn't he texted me? Like, and like, <laughs> you're like, you shouldn't, you should be so busy with other people that you're not even thinking about them texting you. So that's yeah. like, it's good to, I, yes. think, I think it just keeps you busy. Yeah, it does. And that's attractive because mm-hmm. not caring for whatever reason is attractive. Oh, it's, it's so attractive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and even if you are looking for something serious, I think that the like when you finally do settle down with that person, the relationship will have you'll be more compatible because you won't be forcing it. You'll be like, OK, I'm dating all these people and you're the best of the people that I've been of the 20 people or whatever that I've been seeing and not just like this guy that I'm settling for because 
It's the best he, way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like the first that came we along. We do want to point. Fun. We do want to point out that you were on The Bachelor and that is <laughs> that is that is in a wrong that 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 that, that scenario that, doesn't work because on The Bachelor only one person in that relationship gets to date multiple people and yeah, the women the, the other- women don't. So this goes both ways. So I'd say where The Bachelor gets that wrong is that the dude gets to date a lot of women uh, right. the, the women, wi- the women are like locked in closets, locked in closet. and, and he gets paid to date us. So that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Don't know. Okay. So they're not doing it I, right. I don't even know why I went on the show now. <laughs> no, no. You know, cause it, it was, no, it was fun. It was fun. It was a whims, whimsical. You only live once. Yolo. No, I kind of tell, Yolo. I tell my kids, mom, mom went a little nuts on the bachelor. <laughs> You're part of bachelor history. I know. No, I think it's such, it's a good story. And like, you have such a good attitude about it. Yeah. Uh, you have such a like a fun perspective of like yeah that was me I cried we've all cried mine happened to be filmed and I love it and I'm in a great place now you just have such right. a fun attitude about it Thanks. and you the do. fact that you still like like enjoy watching The Bachelor oh yeah and that you love all The Bachelor friends like I don't hate on anyone people get so mad at the producers I'm like you know I signed up for this they're doing mm-hmm. their job I can't hate on anyone like it is what it is like you gotta just you know roll with it it's people that get defensive then people get you know will like really enjoy that and make fun of them more. It's like, yeah, I was portrayed bad and I acted a little nutty and <laughs> let's get over it and watch the next season, you know? Right. Yeah. I think you have a good positive attitude in general about life. Like oh, you're, yes. yeah, <laughs> I would say some people could be like bitter about different things. You, your perspective on life comes through and everything that you do, dating, Thank you. jobs, everything. And mm-hmm. it's just like a carefree positive like trying to experience all different things out of life and right. and i love that about well, you it would be Thank a you. big waste of time if you were still sitting here being bitter about the bachelor right? oh my, imagine <laughs> if i was like oh my god and i, I want to say f you to, the, to this producer like <laughs> I, you know it's just i'm gonna call their names <laughs> you guys should send them some yeah. hate mail life is just like too short and honestly like i i like you know honestly i think it's good to go to like deep dark places sometimes like because mm-hmm. i feel like the way you deal with it and the way you come out of it just makes you such a stronger person. And you kind of just, um, like you kind of, you know, almost love yourself again, you know? So it was, that's fucking beautiful. It was a good experience. Jenna Burke for president. Oh my God. (laughs) On that note, (laughs) it is time for our reason of the week. Break down. Like we said, you want to date a lot of people. You get different things out of the different people you date. You figure out what you like. You're not going to like them all. And to figure, the only way to figure out what you don't like is by dating a lot of people. And on that note, we're playing a game called Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah. You may yes. have heard of it. <laughs> um, so we're going to help Jenna figure out uh, who she wants to date and who she wants to murder and who she wants to get serious with. Um, each round is going to be a little themed. Uh, first up, we have Ben Affleck's exes. So, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Gardner, Gwyneth Paltrow, fuck, Mary kill. Oh, my God. Wait. So, That's, I'll do it again. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez okay. uh, of Jenny on the Block fame. <laughs> Jennifer Gardner, America's sweetheart. Kill. <laughs> I don't like America's sweethearts. No? No. Uh, well, and then Gwyneth Paltrow, who is also a little sweethearty. I think... 
marry Gwyneth because she's a good cook. Sure. Yes. Nope. And, I, and and you'd want to steal all of her beauty products. Yeah. And I think I mean J Lo can dance, so obviously fuck. Yeah. It's I love fuck that. Mary Kill, right? We're yes. not like okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Perfect. Love it. J Lo's dead. I'm. Um, you're, there's no wrong answer here, but that one was correct. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, next one is our little political themed one. Mm-hmm. Fuck Mary Kill, Hillary Clinton, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Angela Merkel, the German Chancellor. Kill. Kill the yeah. German Chancellor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Germany. Sorry. Angela Merkel's. She's a pretty badass lady. Whatever. You got to kill someone. This is tough. She's being patriotic. She's Mary Hillary. The non-American. Mary Hillary. Mary Hillary. Mary mm-hmm. Hillary. And fuck Ruth Bader Ruth. Ginsburg. Yeah. Whatever. Gonna, she's gonna keep her Supreme um, Court robe on. I'm sure she's, <laughs> she's got lots of moves. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Secret good girls. <laughs> um, I'm sure Ruth Bader Ginsburg would approve of this next round. The Kardashians. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian. Kendall Jenner or Kris Jenner. Oh man, there's so many of them. It was hard for us to pick just three right. for this round, okay. but we, we narrowed it down. A diverse I would grouping. definitely say Mary, Chloe, good choice. Good Fuck choice. Kendall, kill Chris. Perfect. Always kill Chris. Oh, Perfect. Perfect. Kill Chris. Uh, so she would be a good manager. Like she probably. Make I was me, gonna say she probably make me famous. If you married her, <laughs> yeah. she would make you famous. But you don't want to. No, fuck actually, her. I don't. I don't want to be famous like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next round is our Republican round. Uh, fuck Mary, kill. Megan Kelly, Sarah Palin, Condoleezza Rice. Hmm. Kill Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Marry Megan Kelly. Oh. Or no, fuck Megan Kelly. Oh. Marry. Who, who's the third? <laughs> Condoleezza Rice. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Condoleezza Rice, she... For a while, people were asking if she'd ever want to be the NFL commissioner. I feel like she'd be like the kind of cool person you'd marry. You could like watch some like football with her. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like she's got like a mom haircut. Yeah. (laughs) I would want that changed if I would marry her. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what she's up to now. I haven't seen her hair. Yeah. No. What is she up to? What is she up to? Okay. Next. This is our comedy round. Okay. Angel Sparrow, Laura Lane. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Amy Schumer, Tina Fey, Alana Glazer. Okay. This is tough. Who are you going to... I can't... I wouldn't be able to kill any of them. I, I, this is... And I'd want to marry him, fuck them all. Who's the third? <laughs> Alana Glazer from Broad City. Alana oh. from Broad City. Oh, crap. With the little curly frizzy Oh, it's not frizzy. It's or, curly and it's this cute. Is, honestly, I mean, this is frizzy I think in a this good is, way. This is probably okay. the hardest round ever because yeah. I love Broad City and they're all amazing. Amy women. Schumer is like my everything, and I don't know what category she would be. I, I think I would want. She would make me laugh nonstop, and that, right. that's all I, I I would like to marry someone like that. Mm-hmm. But like Tina Fey is the same way. Mm-hmm. But so is Alana. I know. Oh my god. Okay, so. Mary Amy Schumer, fuck Tina Fey. That's weird. <laughs> this is so. I, I, I'm sure Tina Fey would be flattered. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't want to kill to be a sex object. Lana. Okay, fine. All right, this will be the last round, so we'll give you an exception. You can. I need a bypass on this. All one. right, you can get a bypass. You can either fuck them all or marry them all. <laughs> this is like when President Obama like I'm, pardons a turkey. I'm, I'm pardoning. If I marry them, I get to fuck them. Okay, fine. So you're going to marry them <laughs> that, all? That's always the loophole uh-huh. of this game. It's uh-huh. like, well, wait, are you saying if I marry them, I don't fuck them? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, okay. As a married know. lady, that's not true. <laughs> you do have sex when you're married. Um, all right. So 
this one was too hard. You're marrying and fucking them all. Yeah. All right. Done. Fine. Cool. Um, I want that to happen. <laughs> well, there was no right and wrong of this game, but I would still say you won. Yay. <laughs> Good Yay. answers. Um, we hope we that helped a little bit. We hope we've cleared up this week's reason. <laughs> Guys, that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Jenna, thank you so much for being on the show. This was so much fun. You guys can follow her at The Over Analyst and check out her website, jennaburke.net. Any other plugs we should tell people about? Definitely check out my new company that I just joined, the gramlist.com. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, everyone should get involved. But yeah. Yeah, I've they had- sound really cool. They've they, what do they find like cool we work in, with, influencers we, on Instagram and stuff? Yeah, Instagram and um, Snapchat. We don't do Facebook and Twitter, which I'm so happy about. Um, <laughs> but we, we actually work with more micro-influencers. So it's like 2K to 100,000 because That's really there's, cool. there's more engagement. Someone with like mm-hmm. 1 million followers, it's going to get lost in the mix of that. So a lot of brands are wanting to work with micro-influencers and we're building a software that, where brands can just plug in what they want and get a list themselves. That's that's so awesome. It's gonna yeah. So yeah, I, I like if you fancy I like the yourself an influence a micro influencer. Yeah, get set up with Jenna. Yeah, sell some stuff. <laughs> And follow us on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. at Your Single Show. Make sure to like us on iTunes. And yeah, thanks for listening. Tune in next week for an all new show. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. That was a headgum podcast.